We know that happy customers can become brand advocates and really help drive core sales through positive word of mouth. They become referral partners and your brand ambassadors, and that's what you want. In order for your course-based business to survive, you're going to need to rely heavily on retention of your clients and customers. Welcome to Scale Your Course. If designing and delivering a scalable course has got you feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and just plain tapped out, you're not alone. I'm Tracy Sheriff, and in this podcast, you'll listen to a combination of solo episodes and powerhouse interviews, where we'll share tips, strategies, and insider insights into how you can successfully design and deliver a scalable course. Prepare to reach your next level business goals without compromising your health and wealth with the Scale Your Course podcast. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Scale Your Course. I'm Tracy Sheriff, your learning solutions architect. Yes, I've adopted a new title and I'm loving it. If you're new to Scale Your Course, I am someone who helps you transition your expertise into a scalable online course so that you can really own your own expertise and make a bigger impact in the world. Today, we're going to be talking about choosing the right path. How do you decide how to use courses in your business? Now, there's three different ways that people will potentially use courses in their business. The first is creating a business model based on the creation and selling of courses. Then there's those who choose to scale with courses. And then there's those that are scaling their course. The rise of online education has really opened up a lot of new possibilities for entrepreneurs and educators and just average people to share their expertise and generate revenue through courses. However, what I've learned from talking to my clients is that determining the best approach can be a daunting task. It can feel kind of overwhelming, a little uncomfortable. There's often a lot of fears that crop up for people. So like I said, in this episode, we're going to explore the differences between creating a business model based on selling courses, scaling with courses, and scaling your course itself. And so when you understand these different pathways, you can really make a better informed decision that aligns with your goals and aspirations because your goals are going to be different than my goals. So let's start with creating a business model based on selling courses. This really involves making courses the core product of your business. But there's some really key considerations that you need to think about before you choose this approach. First, if courses are your main product, you're going to really want to focus in on course development. Your courses are going to need to be high quality that address the core needs of your target audience. This takes time effort, and energy, not just once, but in a repeatable fashion. You'll have to conduct a lot of market research, identify the knowledge gaps and performance gaps of your audience. So when I say performance gaps, I'm thinking skill gaps as well, and deliver content that really provides them value and solves real problems so that they'll want to buy your courses. 
There's also going to be a heavy lift on marketing and sales. So you're going to need to make sure that you have a comprehensive marketing strategy to promote your courses and really leverage all of the marketing channels that you have available to you, social media, content marketing, paid advertising, so that you can really attract and engage the right people and the right amount of people. Because if courses are your main product, you're going to have to have high traffic to your courses in order to be able to hit your revenue goals. Additionally, you will want to invest in sales strategy and funnel optimization to really maximize those conversions. So you're going to need traffic and conversions in order to hit your goals. And the last thing I want to talk about as it relates to building a business model around selling courses there's going to have to be a real emphasis on customer support and engagement. If you're going to be focused on building a loyal customer base, customers that want to come back again and again and buy from you again and again, you're going to need to be sure that you have exceptional customer service. This is extremely important. It needs to be timely. It needs to ensure that you are engaging with them in as much real time as possible. And when it comes to offering community, you're going to really want to be sure that you're present on a fairly regular basis. We know that happy customers can become brand advocates and really help drive course sales through positive word of mouth. They become referral partners and your brand ambassadors, and that's what you want. In order for your course-based business to survive, you're going to need to rely heavily on retention of your clients and customers. Now let's talk about scaling with courses. So this really involves leveraging your expertise to reach a broader audience by creating and selling educational content. Now most people that are scaling with courses have other offers that they've already been putting out there into the world. They may have a client base. They may have an overflowing calendar of leads. And so they're looking to leverage their time a little bit differently. And they want to create an experience for their clients to go through either on their own or potentially in some type of a group cohort model. But there's also some things to think about here. One is content creation. So we know course development takes time and energy and content creation takes time and energy. So we want the courses to be comprehensive, well-structured and valuable so that they give the knowledge to the learners that they need in order to get the transformation that you promise. But you'll want to be sure that you focus on accessible content, engaging content, and make sure that it's really aligned with the learning objectives of your target audience. If you're not offering a broad number of courses, so in a course-based business, you probably have more than one course. If you're choosing to scale with a course or scale with courses, you're going to want to make sure the time and energy that you put into that product is the right topic. It's solving the right problem. Otherwise, you run the risk of wasting a lot of time. You'll want to be sure that you have a good, solid delivery plan, choosing the right platform, 
And you're also going to need to have a robust marketing strategy to promote your course so that you can reach that wider audience. So you'll want to be referring to your course on guest blogs, on podcasts, on your social media, in referral partnerships, and really invest in some SEO to improve your course visibility and organic traffic in order for your plan to scale with this course to really work out the way that you hope. Then we have scaling your course. Now this is for people that already have a course. And while my podcast is called Scale Your Course, I have people listening to this podcast who are at various stages in their decision-making about using courses in their business and where they actually are with using courses in their business. So for scaling, the difference here is that you have a product already and you're focusing on continuous improvement. So you want to be sure that you have a process to regularly assess and refine your course content based on feedback that you're getting from your participants. Your course materials will need to be updated regularly. You'll want to add new resources and really focus on improving the learning experience so that you're keeping your course relevant and engaging. So that's one part of scaling is do I have a dialed in product? Then there's automation and efficiency. In order for your course to be scalable or to be scaled, you'll want to leverage automation tools and technology to really streamline your course delivery, administrative tasks, and student support. I've learned from being a college professor how important it is to have a plan for how you're going to meet the needs of your students, particularly around student support, but also the admin tasks that we don't think about that we are going to need to be doing in order for people to be successful. So when we automate or we create really streamlined plans and we're clear with people what that plan is and how they can reach out for support, this really will free up your time to focus on the other parts of your business where you're going to need to market your course and do all of those reach outs and focus on that continuous improvement. And a third thing you can think about when scaling your course is diversifying delivery methods. So if you consider offering your course in different formats, you can cater to a wider audience. So for example, I talk to my clients about taking that same course and offering it in a standalone self-study fashion, a group fashion, and using that course as your main coaching offer. So while it might look different in how it's delivered, the content is the same, the process is the same, but people get to choose what they want from you. Do they want your support Do they need that one-on-one or are they self-directed learners and would just prefer to try it on their own with maybe the option of bumping up into a smaller coaching package? My biggest lesson with scaling comes from the college classroom. And I'm just going to wrap up really quickly with this little story here. And, And that is around homework, right? So Students always have assignments. Some assignments are big, some assignments are small, but so are class sizes variable, right? So if you have a course that you're creating 
and I did this, where you have, you know, two essays to mark back to back and you have 40 students, your workload is going to be tremendously different than if you have five or 10 students and two essays to mark back to back. So many people now are recognizing the importance of giving feedback on the actions that people take versus just telling them what actions. And a lot of course creators are using homework uploads and feedback mechanisms as a way to help people be successful. But you need to make sure it's scalable. So if you are someone who has a small group program, would this mechanism still be appropriate to a large group program? And you can decide what small or large is. That's variable depending on your own opinions. Small group for me is about five to 10. When you're tipping past eight, you're actually, for me, starting to feel a little bit like we're moving into the larger group size. But my point here is that to be scalable, you need to be thinking about this in advance so that you're not setting yourself up to have to revamp your course again six months from now when you all of a sudden get an influx of students and you're overwhelmed or you can't meet the demands of your students and fulfill your promises and then that affects your reputation, right? So choosing the right path, creating a business model based on selling courses, scaling with courses, or actually scaling your course depends on your goals, resources, and expertise, hands down. And that might take a little bit of an audit that you need to do on your business You'll want to consider your strengths, your target audience, their needs, and the long-term vision you have for your business or company to really make an informed decision. But also remember that these paths are not mutually exclusive. You can combine different elements from each of these to create a more hybrid model that aligns with your unique circumstances and your goals and business aspirations. But regardless of the path you choose, you want to focus on delivering value to your students. That means you need to be continuously improving your course and being flexible and adapting to the ever-changing needs of your group, the target audience that you have, and your own changing needs as a business owner because we all go through seasons of life. So with all of this in mind, I want to encourage you all to continue to embrace the opportunities that online courses can have on you and your business to allow you to really hit those business goals. The key is to remain open to experimentation and growth. And I know from working with my clients and even following my own path that dedication and strategic planning is what's going to help you build a successful business or educational venture that really makes a lasting impact in your community. In Course Design School, we touch on all of these elements. We talk about the product and we talk about the process because the operational side of your business as it relates to course creation is just as important as the development side of the product. Have a great day.